Welcome to This Is Us podcast. I'm your host, Thomas Hansen, and my wife and I have the honor of serving alongside an amazing team as lead pastors of Hillsong Church in Denmark and Malmo. This podcast is a collection of short episodes regarding life, leadership, and culture. If you haven't done so already, please click follow and subscribe. And as always, if you find this to be valuable, feel free to share it with others. Our church calendar on a regular basis is baptism. And I want to just take a few minutes just to talk about what this is, why we believe it, why we do it, and um, what are some of the things that we believe happens when we get baptized, when we get dunked in water. The Bible talks about being baptized. And uh, whenever the Bible talks about being baptized, it's always in close connection to salvation. That someone gets saved and then baptized. Someone makes a decision to follow Jesus and then makes this public declaration um, through the act of baptism. Throughout the New Testament, we see this, we see this phrase, you know, repent or, or believe in Jesus, believe in the Lord and be baptized. One of the first sermons in the early church, Peter stood up, Acts chapter 2, said to thousands of people, repent, change your mind, which is what repent means, just change your mind, change how you think about Jesus, change how you think about life, change how, you know, your theology, repent. Change your mind, believe in Jesus, and be baptized. Now at Hillsong Church, um, when it comes to baptism, we don't. Uh, we we here we have church in a Scandinavian context where there is the practice of infant baptism. Now we don't um, put a baptism down to an age. You know the the whole tradition in Scandinavia of infant baptism, where babies get baptized and then later when they become a teenager they have what we call in our tradition a confirmation where they confirm the faith that their parents or grandparents wished for them as a baby in of itself is actually a very cool tradition you know if only it wasn't just a tradition if only it was actually something that people believed and i'm sure there's many people that um, approach confirmation with a genuine heart and a genuine faith. Because that whole idea of a, a parent, which is what we do in our context with baby dedication, where we pray for the babies, really what we're saying, man, we hope and we pray and we wish for this child to grow up in the faith of Jesus. And then when they are at an age of accountability, now when they're in an age of in their teenage years and now saying, you know what, what my parents wished for me, what my parents did for me, I confirm that. I still believe, I believe I am a believer in Jesus. But for large parts of culture, for large parts of society, it has just been, become a culture. It's, it's part of the whole cultural Christianity that we see in this part of the world. So at Hillsong, um, baptism is not age-related. It is really when you add in an age of accountability, like Paul alludes to in Romans, uh, an, an age of responsibility, an age of knowing, that you're old enough to confess your lordship in Jesus, old enough to confess that you believe in Jesus, then you're old enough to get baptized. And so we've got to ask ourselves, what happens? What happens when we get baptized, when we get dunked in this water? The Bible links baptism together with salvation. You know, at least 14 times throughout the New Testament, we have this specific linkage between be, be, believe and be baptized repent and be baptized now baptized the word um, that we translate in the english bible the danish bible of being baptized was a common term 
uh, in the ancient world, in the whole clothing industry, when they would change the color, when they would dye the clothes a different color, they would submerge it. Or the Greek word, they would baptize it. They would baptize the clothes, which just means fully under. And they would baptize it into the color of whatever color that you know clothing should have. And it would be baptized. It would have taken on the new color. It would have taken on the new nature of whatever that dye is. No wonder that this is the word that we use in a in a traditional Christian. It's what we, the the word we use in a in our theology. Because as we're getting baptized, we are taking on the nature. We're taking on a new nature of Jesus of Christ in our lives. It's really the I have decided moment, which is also what we put on the t-shirts that we give to the people that are being baptized, where it says, I have decided, I've made a decision to follow Jesus. Now, this this um, act of being baptized, it is an act of faith. The Bible talks in Acts 22, it says, you know, to wash away your sins. Now, and this is where it gets, it gets interesting, because it is a step of faith. Um, and more than that, it's not just a suggestion, it's a command. You know, the disciples of Jesus will believe and will be baptized. Jesus believed in it so much that he did it himself. In the beginning of the Gospels, we, we hear the, the story of Jesus being baptized. Now, you've got to ask yourself, why is Jesus being baptized? I mean, he had no sin. But Jesus, we know, because he was sinless, he, he got baptized as a representation for all of us as eventually he would take on the sins of humanity, of you and me, and go to the cross, not for his own sin, for your sin, and for my sin, fully human and fully God. And so this place of, of decision where we are now choosing, will I get baptized? Will I do what God has commanded me to do as a Christian and follow in his footstep and get baptized? You know, I always find it interesting from a discipleship point of view, whenever we say no to God. Whenever we say no to things that are in Scripture, because for me, and I, and I ask myself this as well, when I say no to something that I see in Scripture, I've got to ask myself and I've got to consider why. Why am I saying no? And more than that, if I'm saying no to one area, if suddenly I have made the Bible a menu where I can pick and choose, what else am I saying no to? Where else am I picking and choosing what it means to be a Christ follower? You know, we could say to ourselves, you know, but it's just water. You know, it is just water in a tank. It's just water in a tub. It's just a lake. It's just at the beach. It is just water. How does this even work? Proverbs 3 tells us, trust in the Lord and lean not on your own understanding. And this is where faith comes in. There is a level of faith. There is a, a step of faith. What we are saying, it's not just water. Yes, it's water, but it's not just water. It is trusting in the Lord and leaning not on our own understanding. But it does bring us to another thought that I find interesting in humans. And it's the whole like, yeah, but it's too simple. What do you mean? Wash away my sin. Isn't that a belief thing? And how does it, what does it mean to jump in the water? And, and it reminds me of a story in, in the Old Testament. And there's a guy called Naaman. And the prophet, he, he suffers from leprosy, so skin disease. And the prophet comes to him and says to him, um, you need to go and dip yourself seven times in this river. And if you do that, you're going to get healed. 
Naaman is outraged. Uh, logic, reason kicks in and he goes like, this makes no sense. If it's to be clean, why would I go and j- jump in that river? That river is dirty. If, you, if it's just to jump in water, I've got clean water at home or there was a cleaner places that I could go swimming if it's just about that. Like, so logic was taking over. And then his servant comes to him and says, why are you not doing what the prophets told you to do? And he, he, the, the servant who obviously knew Naaman well, he said, if he had asked for you to do something hard, would you not have done it? And that brings us really down to faith and religion. And really, what are we putting our faith in? You know, are we, are we trusting in the words of God or are we trusting in our actions? You know, God hears your, for example, prayer. God hears your prayers, but it's not how you're praying and, you know, like putting your trust in how you're doing it. It's putting your trust in the character of God. That's what faith is. Faith is not even when we act out faith. The faith is not in us acting out the faith. The faith is still in Jesus. The strength of the promise is found in Jesus. Same when it comes to baptism. We can look at that water when it comes to the Sunday and we're about to jump in. Jump in. It's not a pool. but Well, actually, it is a pool, but not a pool like for recreational purposes. You know, but as we're about to step into that pool, we can go, well, this is just water. It's so much more than water. It's faith. It's, it's, making a, a, it's making a decision. I'm not putting my trust in the action. I'm putting my trust in Jesus who tells me to do the action. That is where our faith, our faith lies. So, and, and again, the whole religious idea, why is hard and difficult better? But something spiritual happens. Romans chapter 6, verse 3. In Romans chapter 6, verse 3, uh, it says, Don't you know that all of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were therefore buried with him through baptism. Okay? So I believe that when you choose to get baptized, when you're standing there and you go in the water and you get baptized, you are partaking in the death of Jesus which means that we can believe that some of the things, the the desires of the flesh, some of the fruit of the flesh, some of the things that belong to our old nature, belong to our pre-Jesus days, some of the things that have been holding on to us, some of the habits, some of the addictions, some of the mindsets, some of the strongholds that have been in our lives, we can believe that when we go into that water, that that those things, they die. That the... The strength of the stronghold, the strength of the grip is loosened. So we can believe that those things, they die. But not only do we do we associate and identify with the death of Jesus, and this is the good news. It says, we were therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. For if we have been united with him in a death like his, we will certainly also be united with him in a resurrection like his. For we know that our old self was crucified with him so that the body ruled by sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves to sin because anyone who has died has been set free from sin. Now, if we die with Christ, we believe that we will also live with him. 
That's amazing. That's such good news that not only do we believe that as you go into the water, that the old things, they pass away, but as you come out of the water, we believe that we can also partake in the resurrection power of Jesus, that just like the old things are broken, we can believe something new will be born, that there will be a before and after in your experience of life, that there will be a before and after of your experience of your Christian walk and your walk with Jesus, the death and the resurrection. Gone with the old and something new has come about. So when we choose to get baptized, it's a public declaration. It's a public declaration of a private decision, which I think it's, it's so powerful because it also do away with this whole idea that our faith is private. I believe that our faith is personal, absolutely, but it's never been private. What, what God does inside of us eventually should find its way to the surface and be shouted from the rooftop. Jesus said himself, I don't light a lamp and we put it under a bucket, do we? No, we, we, we put it in a place where it's going to shine and bring out the God colors in this world. Now, we get baptized in a church community. Most, most often when we have baptiz baptism in our church community, Hillsong community, we do it in a public place. We do it after a service or before a service. And um, what, we, what we do when we get baptized, we declare, I want to follow Jesus. Whoever's in the water with the person will ask, what does Jesus mean to you? What does Jesus mean to you? He's my Lord. He's my Savior. I believe in Jesus. And as, as we get baptized with our church community, what we're doing is, is really powerful because we're asking the, this, this community, this church, can you help me live this out? It's like a marriage. You know, when, when you get married, you, you, you're standing there in front of witnesses, and you say yes to one another. You say, I, I, I promise. And then you give your vows. You say, these are the things I promise until death do us apart. And then the other person says, I promise to death do us apart. And then the priest will say, you know, you know, I do, I do. And then the priest will turn to the witnesses. Will you, you, will you witness this? Will you help them live this out? And their, their job say, we do. You know, they are as much part of this. And, 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 and being baptized in a church community, it is saying to the church, hey, guys, can you help me live this out? Can you carry me when I'm weak? Can you be strong when I am weak? Can you, can you lift me through the seasons just like I will help you? So when we stand and we cheer you on, it is also to say, hey, we got you. You're part of the family. You're part of the community. And we want to help you live out this God life in this world. And in a way, it's also to say, you know, you're looking around and saying, this is my community. This is my church. So I'm really excited. Those of you who have been baptized already, I really pray that this will encourage you to really understand what you have done. You know, the power of this decision. And it might have been years back. Well, that resurrection power is still available in your life. Or maybe you haven't been baptized yet. You know, for some in a, in a Scandinavian context, for some they feel like, Oh no, like I'm, I'm, I'm speaking against what my parents or maybe my grandparents, they did when they baptized me as a baby. Can I just encourage you and say, first of all, your faith is your faith. We're not living according to our grandparents' faith or our parents' faith. But second of all, what a beautiful moment that not only have you maybe been confirmed, 
But now you're taking it one step further. I mean, if anything, I would encourage you, if they are still alive and they're still in your life, invite them along to the day you get baptized and say, hey, I want to continue the tradition. I want to continue the trajectory you set me on. When you chose to have me infant baptized, I'm not rejecting that. If anything, I'm building on that. I'm continuing in the tradition that you hope for me. I'm continuing in that path that you guys prayed for and believed for. I'm not rejecting what you've done. I'm actually confirming on a whole nother level. And so if you haven't chosen to be baptized yet, man, I just want to encourage you to, to reach out. Of course, if you have any questions about this, reach out and we'd love to see you take this amazing step and experience everything that God has for you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to This Is Us podcast. Whether you listen to them as an individual or as a team, we hope that they add value to you. Make sure to click follow or subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. Thank you for joining us. We are who we are. This is us.